pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Welcome to Video Games One Life Left. We're on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Anne Scantlebury. Well, I'm Simon Byron, <laughs> apparently. I'm Scantlebury Anne. Yes. Uh, and we have no Simon Byron this week. No. Uh, we sort of talked about that last week. Yeah. Last week was his final show of the season. This is ours, which is good because we can do his performance review. We can. Good. Good. How are you, Spoilers, Anne? Spoilers, he's going to get 7 out of 10. <laughs> uh, I am good. Thank you. Yes, good. Rain loads at the weekend, didn't it? It really did. Really did. Really Steve. did. Loads of loads of rain. It interrupted the cricket. Oh dear. Not enough uh, though for poor old South Africa who lost today to a Moeen Ali hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> that's you catch. That's you caught up on the sport. My name's Steve Curran, and this is Resonance FM. Um, uh, yeah. Yes. So what? You were at the cricket this weekend? I was not at the cricket. I don't no? go to the tests. Um, I don't go to the tests. Too mainstream for me. It's yeah. too busy. Is it? It's too busy. The thing I like about the cricket, Anne, yeah. the thing I like about the cricket is no one else likes it and there's no one there. <laughs> I can go and sit in a stadium, a 24,000-seater stadium, which has got about 1,000 people in, and they're all sat equidistant around this thing. And no one, you know, no one interrupts anyone else. You have that very British agreement of no eye contact, maybe a, maybe a slight nod if you accidentally walk past some, somebody, but other than that... Yeah, it's no, also no it's also very good because um, a few years ago, four years ago, when I first started going to the cricket, I really didn't know very much about it. And uh, two men sat in front of me. Yeah, Actually, that's not true. You see, because I didn't know very much about it, I sat behind two men. And they were in a good place. I didn't really, you know, understand the etiquette here. I sat in the pavilion, you know, with my member's card. I sat there and I was watching it and um, they got distracted. They were sort of talking to each other as happens sometimes at the cricket, and they missed what happened on the field. A man uh, a man was out, you know, oh. a dramatic thing. They missed it, and I'd seen it, and so they turned round to me, and they said, sorry, um, what just happened? Oh, no, and because I was so... Because I didn't, I didn't have the language, I didn't have the language to sort of communicate with them, I didn't really know what was going on. I, I just I sort of... I went... The man hit it... <laughs> He, he hit it, and then the other man, he, he catched it. And <laughs> just can, sad can even... shake of the head, and then they went back to watching the cricket. So, from oh. now on, always sit far away from other people in cricket as in life. Good. Apart from tonight, where it's not just us in the studio. It isn't. We've got another human that's sitting close A to us. very, very, very special, super special guest. Yeah. You might recognise this voice, listeners. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left. What? Live no in the way. studio for the first time ever. Welcome to the studio, Sega. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
Oh, I never thought I'd get a chance to say that. No, this is exciting, Steve. It is. Uh, what brings you to London? Uh a, a wonderful train. I'd, I'd like to <laughs> say Virgin Trains East Coast are a wonderful train provider. Sponsorship. I see your wow. uh, other train services are available. We hear, but we've Not never used good. them. <laughs> um, so you're in London uh, scouting for local news, I assume. Yeah. I've, that seems I've... to be a misstep, unless you're from London. <laughs> Well, you've got to try. There's not enough uh, around where I'm from in the Mushroom Kingdom. That's where <laughs> most of my stories come from. So you're going to be doing your local news live later in the show, aren't you? Yeah, that should add in about an extra 10 minutes, considering how many times it takes me to record it live. So yeah, and how, how, how many times. I've got to get the jingles right as well for that, which Are is We're going to do exciting. some retakes. I assume so. Um, so that'll be fun for our caretaker to edit that. But it's yeah. all right. Oh, I'd hate to have to do that. It's yeah. all right. I'll uh, go out in the podcast or something. Yeah. So uh, you're ready for the news. You're going to be commenting on the national news. Uh, yeah. International Step International. Up. This Step is worldwide. Galactic Sometimes news. beyond. Which for the last time this season, Anne is going to do right now. Remix? Oh my, are we? What? Go on. Uh, uh, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Oh, it's, so, oh, it's so cute. It's trying to get through. Come on. Let, no. let's, right, we'll try CD Player 2. Do that one. On Monday the 31st of July, I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. <laughs> Hold on. It, it, is, it is. It is. It is. It is. Go. PlayStation is putting up the price of PlayStation Plus in Europe. On the 31st of August, you'll see the annual price increase from $39.99 to $49.99, the quarterly price from $14.99 to $19.99, and the monthly price from $5.99 to $6.99. An email was sent out to all pluses to warn them about the change. You'll be able to buy your subscription at the old price before the 31st, and it'll add on to your current subscription. Sony told Eurogamer, we are changing the pricing to reflect various market conditions while enabling us to continue providing exceptional value to our members. What are those market conditions, Anne? Well, so this is uh, across Europe, so I don't think we can blame Brexit. Mm. Maybe just over time, you've got to put the price up eventually. Well, that's true. Uh, and there are other market conditions, aren't there? There's the fact that it's increasingly hard for devs to make money mm -hmm. and digital. And putting up the price allows Sony perhaps to redistribute some more of that money to developers, maybe. That would be nice, wouldn't As it? As a developer, I, I hope so. And yeah, you know, it's been a while since they've put the price up. And to be honest as well, here's the thing. Yeah. They've got you, haven't they? Yeah, they have. The th I, I've not used PlayStation Plus for quite a while. Mm -hmm. I've not used it for six months or so. But I am loath to cancel my subscription because mm -hmm. there's so many games tied into it now. Mm that I will lose access to if I cancel, so... Dunno. Um, Sega Badawi, are you a PlayStation Plus user? I've never owned a PlayStation, so that, mm. fear, that means I can consider myself an expert on the matter. Okay. It's better all media things. <laughs> Why so. do you think Sony have, uh, have pumped up the price? Uh, it's probably inflation, isn't it? Is that, <laughs> is that, is that inflation this year? 20%? Well, no, but if you've not done it 25. for a while, then inflation will mean that... You have to increase it at some eventually, point. Oh, that's true. You do. That's, that's true. You've got to eventually. It works. Cumulative inflation. Yeah. yeah. When was the last time they uh, put up the price on? Ages ago. Ages ago. Have Ages they ever done it? I don't know. I think this this is about the... 40 quid seems yeah. like what I've paid yeah, forever. Yeah, definitely. I think it's still pretty good value. It's such good value. 50 quid. I think. You get uh, two PS4 games a month, is it? And you get, you get Vita ones if you've got a Vita. Mm. And sometimes they still put out PS3 games, but they're not. Not very often. Yeah. Um, I've, yeah, it's really good value. And I like using it um, as... I, it feels like a free game. It mm -hmm. feels like free games every month. Because I'm like, oh, what, sh what should I play this week? I can't really decide. It's sort of like um, you don't have to think about what you're going to be mm -hmm. playing. And you also don't have to put in your details to buy it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very It's for the lazy, easy, isn't it? It really is for the lazy. Um, you do need it for online play, which I don't really do. I'm not into... 
that. And, and of course, uh, Microsoft have their own service. You use that? No, you <laughs> no. don't use any of these things. I, uh, I used to do the humble monthly bundle. Right, you used to. Yeah, stop that. Out. Did they put the price up? They didn't put the price up, but I just wasn't playing the game, so mm. I had about six games every month that. I never played. But you do have a Switch, don't you? I do have a Switch, yes. And Nintendo are going to introduce their own online service, which you'll need to uh, buy into to play games online, won't you? Yeah. yeah. So it's less focused on the games, but there will be games with it, I believe. NES gonna... games, is NES it? games, yeah, is that NES right? Or... Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, we don't have a style guide. Just go with whatever your heart says. Okay. Um yeah. yeah, so so you're not getting games new games free, are you? No, I don't think so we covered this uh last week or a couple of weeks ago and it is i don't think they do give you new games it is that library of old nes games with uh with multiplayer included now multiplayer okay Uh, so presumably scoreboards and that yeah you get it just for the month that it's in place so as usual with nintendo they find a way of taking something that exists and making (laughs) it slightly worse Pokemon Go Fest attendees have filed a class action lawsuit against Niantic. As we discussed last week, the day of celebration and and capturing Pokies went a bit wrong after server and network issues made it impossible to play. Niantic has blamed the issues on a couple of bugs, one of which it fixed, and some network providers not giving enough support. Verizon has said it had nothing to do with it and it was Niantic's issue. All of this has seen 20 to 30 Pokey fans clubbing together to try to get their travel expenses refunded. So are are you still in? Nah, do you know, I didn't get on board any of this. And so I feel like now That's it. I'm out. That's it. That's exactly what happened to me. Uh, I dropped at the point I missed out on a big event and then enthusiasm waned. Yeah. And it's easy for it to wane when you, you know, you've got all of these free things out there that you think, oh, I could so easily go and uh, ratchet up my points loads. Um, and you miss out on that. And then it's just a little bit harder. It's a bit of a slog. And I'm finding now that I'm in the level 20s, uh, like what am I on? Twenty four now, I think. It's such a big leap, and because I don't, I don't do gyms. I don't fight. I'm never going to get like the big points like that. So it's always going to be through you know things like uh, capturing them and all the other ways that you get the points. I can't even remember now. It's been a while <laughs> since I've played it. So yeah, I've sort of uh, lost out on it. And another thing on this, they had some European events lined up, and today they have cancelled them. Ooh, why is that? Uh, because they don't want. They don't want it going down like it went down in Chicago. See, <laughs> um, they're, they're worried. It's, this has been a really bad PR um, issue for them. Everyone was really excited about the, mm. you know, it's been around for a year. They're going to have this big festival, get loads of people together. That's the thing that people loved about it at first. Um, get loads of people in one place, ch- chasing all these Pokemon, working together to unlock uh, unlock um, things for everyone across the globe and then just messed up. Do we know how many people are still playing Pokemon? Pokemon Go. I'm not. Okay, and so you're. I'm not. not but, um, Sega, I am. Sega. <laughs> Sega Badawi, yeah. But, but. <laughs> I, I am still playing Pokemon. I think the reason why I'm doing it is because at the park near me, they've recently added a gym. So oh, the I Greek see. helmet is now a gym, and that's just made <laughs> all the difference for me now playing okay, Pokemon. Okay, so have you been participating in the raids? No. Oh, okay. I don't know enough people. But you don't need to. This is how you meet people. Yeah. Do you, what, do you really <laughs> want to meet people at the gym? The, the one at the gym, there's either one. Nearest gyms to me are either at the pub or at the church, neither of which. Mm. I guess really. I guess you're really picking your side then. You've, if you're going, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to the church to to find your raid friends, or if you're going to the uh, to the pub, you're going to get a different type of clientele. Overwatch players need to stop being naughty like right now. Blizzard has said, we believe that our in-game reporting and player penalty system is one of our most important features and it's something we want to invest in significantly over the next year. To this end, effective immediately, we'll be issuing increased penalties to players in response to verified reports of bad behaviour. Offensive behaviour is listed as including abusive chat, harassment, in-game spam, matching activity and griefing. Players are being encouraged to report this behaviour with punishments being silencing, suspension or being banned from the game. So one of the things that's making me enjoy Splatoon is the fact that players cannot communicate. And this is turning out to be, I guess, the theme of this show. First, we start with me talking about how my favourite thing about cricket is being alone. Uh, (laughs) Then, uh, you know, you're not interested in raids uh, Mm. because you play Pokemon as a solitary activity. And now we have this, which is the problems yeah it turns out that the problems uh (laughs) the biggest problem with games is other gamers um and 
So maybe if you cut them out, maybe that's the best way to do it. But that's the thing that sort of sends us into the future, isn't it? Like connecting people, um, ha- being able to play with other people. That's what everybody wants. That's, you know. Do people need to be nice to everyone? <laughs> I think that's the problem with this world today. I find that it's particularly when I'm out and about in the Mushroom Kingdom. It's not the same that it used to be in the old days. No. I mean, in the old days, you'd drop a coin on the floor and people would pick it up and just give it back to you. But doesn't happen anymore and it's a shame um i was listening to uh the guardians uh technology podcast recently and they were discussing um they had i can't remember her name and i will look it up um they were talking about how um online games which have good facilities for reporting um abuse and reporting um in-game misbehavior have a better community they people are nicer to each other you you don't receive so much harassment if there is that um uh if there is that infrastructure built into the game from the start which so, i mean it's sort of it seems obvious but also also it's not that obvious is it it's not i uh the other day i was playing splatoon and my internet went down from nowhere and it chucked me off the uh it chucked me off the the, the match i was on and it basically looked like I'd rage quit. It looked like I'd got really, really annoyed and given up. And that is not what had happened. Uh, what had happened was my internet genuinely, genuinely, genuinely gone down. And, you know, I think I was even winning the match, which is super unlikely in Splatoon. I'm terrible at it. But uh, when I came back, Nintendo gave me a little sort of warning, just said, Don't- so, I mean, it was very politely expressed, mm. but it said, uh, so it looks like your internet went out towards the end of that match. And it said, which is pretty suspicious. And I was like, I, I, you've got the wrong yeah. idea. However, I would far rather um, be in a game, well, for a start, which you know, prevents any kind of communication with people. But secondly, is more suspicious of you mm. than you know, it has any right to be. Because I, I'd like to... Uh, be part of communities where people genuinely genuinely are living in fear that they'll be reported for <laughs> obnoxious behaviour. I, I mean, I don't mean that in life. Do I? Yeah. Do no, I? I, do I, I do well, one person's obnoxious behaviour is another, person's. another person's sexy time. <laughs> is it? I don't know. No. I, uh, no. Um, one thing about this is um, that they don't have the same reporting um, features available on Xbox One or PS4 at the minute as they do on PC. And they're saying that this is a priority to get them onto Xbox One and uh, PS4. Um, and the game's been out for a year now. so mm. It's much yeah. harder to patch that stuff in mm. uh, onto consoles. And it's, you know, it's, it makes sense to use the PC as a testing ground especially since the PC is famous. <laughs> PC online video games are famous for having slightly toxic communities. Yeah. Or maybe maybe people could just, you know, try and be nice. Some Nintendo numbers, or ninumbers, if you will. The Switch has shipped over 4.7 million consoles since launch at the start of March. 1.97 million of them sold between April and June, despite limited stock worldwide. Switch games have also done well, with Breath of the Wild selling 3.92 million copies and Mario Kart 8 doing 3.54 million copies. This has made Nintendo's bank manager very happy with a profit of around £146 million, slightly up on the £168 million loss last year. Good for Nintendo. Yes. Um, the Breath of the Wild thing. Did we talk a bit about yeah. how there was m- more? Yeah. We but talked a few for for listeners who are just joining us. <laughs> uh, we talked a few months ago, or a couple yeah. of months ago, about how uh, the Switch had a weird attach rate uh, with specifically with Breath of the Wild. It had more copies of Breath of the Wild sold. Than there were switches so in I, the wild. I tried to look into these numbers, and it was very unclear because you can also buy this on the Wii U, mm-hmm. and it's very unclear whether the, these numbers also included the Wii U numbers okay. as well. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it was. But either way, these are pretty big numbers for um, the number of consoles compared to the number of consoles that have been sold in this time. Pretty big numbers for everything. Pretty big money numbers, pretty big sales numbers. I think it's fantastic to see the Switch doing well, and I hope it continues. Do we think it will continue? Um, it should do. I mean, it's very good because it, this this news is good because it will keep Wario in his uh, garlic that he loves. So that's, <laughs> that's an important thing. We all know about that. But um, 
Yeah, I think it, it's doing pretty well. And all the new games, there's a regular stream of new games coming out, particularly from Nintendo. And I think that's... Well, it's a very managed, well. very controlled stream of new games, isn't yes. it? So it's not that there's been a deluge, but every week you can mm-hmm. check on the store and there's, you know, a couple of major new releases and a few digital titles as well, which feels like the right way to do it because everyone mm-hmm. gets some attention. Uh, it's also a very uh, managed <coughs> stock number. Uh, you know, game were blaming Nintendo for their, um, you know, not doing so well because they didn't have enough stock, and that's why their that's why their figures were down for the financial year. Or, mm. um, and so yesterday I was trying to buy a Switch. <gasps> yeah, could I get one anywhere? Well, this is what Simon's for. Simon sorted me out. Yeah, I am. Um, so I've pre-ordered one, a grey. Uh, Grey? Yeah, because... What's wrong with you? You literally cannot oh get a neon one. Oh, don't worry, guys. You, I'm, I'm very happy you've all got your own, but you cannot even pre-order a neon one. They just don't have them in stock anywhere. Uh, and mm. the, the soonest that I can get a grey one uh, was August the 24th. Where, where are you pre-ordering from? Amazon. Other online retailers well, I mean, are available. I did, I did look around, Steve. I okay. did look around. Uh, and I'm willing to cancel that order <laughs> if need be. Uh, but yeah, it's... Um, may, they would obviously be doing better if they had more stock out there, but maybe this control of stock is meaning that there's oh, still a nice demand when, going, Yeah, isn't when things are... When you can't get your hands on things, things Now I really want it. I yeah. was like, oh, that'll be a nice thing to have, and now I can't have it till August. What I games really want did it. you order? Uh... I ordered, I think I ordered Mario Kart and Breath of the Wild. Okay, makes yeah. sense, makes yeah. sense. Uh, good, well, yeah, I'm just checking checking to see whether I can find one for you online. Uh, that is good news for Nintendo. I think that uh, a healthy video gaming world is one where Nintendo are doing well mm. because they provide a different kind of video game uh, than you get with Microsoft and Sony, both of whom we love as well, although Microsoft slightly less because they don't send us stuff, which is... Up to them, up obviously, to them, yeah. totally fine, and we we treat them completely fairly. Yeah, absolutely, we're an ethical radio show. However, we just don't like them as much. Yeah, which is and that's fine. That's fine. It's okay. Personal preference. That's fine. Has to come into. They can resolve it. Yeah, easily, easily, easily. trivially, very trivially. But at the moment, we don't like them as I mean, much. As much. <laughs> as much. I think as much. I think it's as much, Steve. I mean, obviously, we don't like Nintendo as much either. Wait, don't we? Well, you're having to buy a Switch. Yeah, that's true. We love that. We love everyone. Sorry, Sega. I was going to say something. Well, it's it's strange for Sega to say something complimentary about Nintendo, but to to paraphrase the old cricket term, it's a strong Nintendo is a strong video game industry. Finally, BBC Three will be bringing all licence fee payers four hours of live esports coverage a week for the next six weeks, whether they like it or not. Teaming up with BBC Sport, online station BBC Three will be covering Gfinity Elite League Series 1, which focuses on Rocket League, Street Fighter V and Counter-Strike. 160 pro gamers will compete at an arena in West London where one team and three individual game champions will be crowned. The prize fund is £225,000. Can't wait to see for this to hit the big time and they hand the coverage over to old safe hands Des Lynham. I thought you were going to say us no why 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 do we have to hear about this on our own radio show surely they should have been getting in touch and saying so we're doing some TV coverage yeah. of it's this we're radio, it's well we're radio. quite but you get the cricket is broadcast on TV and, and radio no and simultaneously yeah. radio coverage huh. we could be the test match special mm. of w- esports we've got the next six weeks free <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe that's, that's them, them. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, that's exciting news have you ever watched any esports I watched Games Master. I suppose that counts as an esports. Early, but, yeah, early esports. Early sort of like what, seeing the Olympics on Pathé News. It's kind it? of, yeah, but uh, not interested in it at all. Not really. I'd, obviously, I'd be interested if it was on radio. I think, yeah, yeah. but of course, perhaps, paint a picture. I wouldn't perhaps eat the cakes that the listeners would provide. I Maybe think we should do this. Attention. Maybe we should do this. Test match special, but for esports. So we did say a uh, month or so back that we need to just go and see an esports okay. match. Is that the correct word? An esports, an e-sports match? An esports event? E- event? An e-s- an e-sports. I mean, it's, it's, we need to go and see an esports. Let's go and see an esports. Um, so this is happening over the next six weeks. Let's see if we can get the three of us, four of us, if you're in Sega. 
Okay. Which eSport, though? Well, we go to this one. They do all three of them. Right, all three of them. What what are the The three? The The punchy one, the shooty one, and the drivey one. The the drivey one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, punchy, shooty, and drivey. I think we'd be I think we'd be really, really good. I think we'd be great. If you can translate cricket to the radio, then there's no reason you can't, you can't mm-hmm. translate Rocket League to the radio, apart from the fact that obviously Rocket League isn't as sophisticated, nuanced as, as cricket, but still uh, maybe easier to translate to the radio. I think we'd be brilliant at it. I think Obviously, we'd... judging by the quality of this broadcast. Yeah. Is there, is there, have you got any more uh, news? Oh, no, that was my and finally, Steve. That was your and finally. That was. Okay. Uh, do you want the sped up broken outro, or do you want the. the do you know what? This has been, I feel that this has been a smooth season. Let's end it as it has been throughout the season. Nice and smooth. One life left video game news with Anne listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Uh, we're a video game radio show. We've done the news already. Later yep. on we'll have reviews. We'll yep. also have letters. Yep. Uh-oh. Oh um, no. Oh no. Is this what it feels like when you and Simon forget that it's, I'm not in the studio? It's absolutely what it feels like. <laughs> I imagine when I'm not in the studio it feels completely fine. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. Um... Wow. Okay. Well, if you have any, uh, we have had some letters in though. We've had we a don't couple. always have to ask. Sometimes people just send us nice things in. Isn't that nice? You could be if you're listening to one of those people, couldn't you? Yeah. You could. It's not a big deal. You could just just write. Think. Oh, wonder what one life left are up to in this summer break. I'll just send them a letter so that when they come back, they don't have to moan about not having any letters. You'd be the type of person that Blizzard wouldn't ban. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, so we are One Life Left for a video game radio show. We've been doing this for 11 and a bit years, and this is Amateur LSDJ, who we've played before. The song is called Explosion, and it is from chipmusic.org. It's a repository for loads of brilliant chip music. Hey, you've got six weeks now where you're not listening to One Life Left. Why not spend that becoming a brilliant chip music artist? Then you could hear your music in this part of the show as well. It's just an idea. You don't have to do it. Just a suggestion. Okay. Thanks. Right, so, uh, interview section. Sega. Yep. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. I ask the questions, not you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Switcheroo. That's Good turnaround. Works. What are the challenges in uh, in reporting video game news in 2017? <laughs> in 2017, the main problem is that the real life news is quite depressing, and mm. therefore, when you're trying to do a a wry look, right take on things, it's a bit difficult. It is hard to find the right story, isn't mm. it? Isn't it is. It? Um, but you manage it. We can. We, how long have you been doing this for? For one life left. Two, two, three years. Three years. Maybe. Time flies, doesn't it? I think I'm starting to repeat stories, which is always <laughs> worrying. But no one's noticed, so I've got away with it. 
Um, what do you what do you like best about uh, video games? Why why video games are such a good medium for you as a news reporter? Why have they brought you here? Um, I suppose the in, the good thing is that there's a lot of a lot of history, particularly with the Nintendo games. There's a there's a good world where you can sort of get lots of insight that perhaps I think the, we find that with Marioki as well. Yeah, the the. Microsoft and Sony, they have a bit of an identity, but not enough of one, whereas Nintendo games have more more to do. You've got more to play with. Um, there was uh, There is a, a thing in journalism where some journalists think that they can get the very best, truest news stories by embedding. Mm. Have you ever considered embedding in Nintendo? Uh, well, I suppose I have a little bit by... Uh, playing splatoon but then i i I, st- I didn't play it this weekend because i don't like mayonnaise or ketchup so that what? kind of meant i couldn't play either so it's next weekend it's oh, is it next weekend Splatfest. now oh, it's just well, the point go. you get your t-shirt um that's I, an interesting idea want, though mm. the idea of embedding in a in a in a video game it is i mean i, w- I was mayor for a while i was mayor of a little village uh-huh. in uh, animal crossing for how, a while how did that go well they've still not kicked me out despite me not going back for about Two years. Maybe, Maybe that's yeah. how they like their leaders. Absent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I suppose I might be a bit like Donald Trump, so therefore it's better that I'm not about rather than... I suppose that's one of the things about the lack of communication in Splatoon is that it does prevent you from doing things like, you know, logging on and going, hey guys, I'm, I'm just here. I'm, just, I'm not here to shoot. I'm just embedding. I'm just going <laughs> to follow you around yeah. as you... Because while that would be funny to you, to some people, it wouldn't be funny. Because you'd be on their team and not doing anything. Not doing the splatting. Yeah. Um, I did see a, a sort of plea the other day. Sometimes when you connect on Splatoon, you know, it's 4v4 four 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 all the time. Um, but sometimes people lose their connection, disconnect, mm. you know, accidentally or, or deliberately. And you'll find, oh, no, there's only three people on my team. Or ideally, there's only three people on the opposition team, mm. which is the only time that I ever get a win. Um, and I did see someone uh, making a plea on the internet and saying, listen, if you connect and see that there's only one person on the other team, that they've had three disconnections, don't don't shoot them. There's no point. You know, they're obviously going to lose this battle. So instead, why not, you know, go and be nice to them? Let them win. And people people just commented, well, like, what the hell are you talking about? This is a competitive game. I will. I I should not feel guilty for murdering anybody, least of all someone on their own. They're an easy, easy target. And uh, so yeah, that plea for plea for some cuteness did not go down well um, in that world. But if if people do disconnect, you can buy some clothing that gives you better better skills if one of your team does not start moving. So there is a way around it if you're. If you're the type of person who thinks people around you are going to disconnect, I mean, there's a bit of, <laughs> there's a bit of clothing, I, which is what I'm wearing now. So ideally, that would uh, that would happen all the time for me. I like to play Splatoon. Splatoon is at its best for me when it's one v zero. I'm just walking around, slowly painting uh, this this uh, universe. What are you playing at the moment, man? Who's that? Sega. <laughs> Just I will get the well, uh, when we get when we get post. to that in the review section. I don't want to spoil spoil the review section. Well, so. the review sections for games that you review. So well, actually, um, I, I suppose it's not a re- it's not a review, but something that I am doing at the moment. It's not necessarily about um, it's not a review as such, but mm-hmm. it is kind of a, a book that I'm reading at the moment. I don't know if you want to have a look at it. What What is going on? What? So Sega is holding up a. Uh, well, I was going to say Kindle. Now it's not Kindle; it's an iPad uh, with with a book cover. Let me Google this. The book <laughs> cover says "One yes. Life Left" by John Gage. I know it's quite similarly structured as well. The "One Life Left," mm. the way it's set out, it doesn't have the red crosses through the logo. No, but it doesn't. No, but this, it is black and white. This is by the person who also runs the uh, cafe in in Norwich. <gasps> oh, is it? You are yes. kidding? No, I'm not kidding. And who, so, what was it that you sent earlier? I suppose there is there is a news story on the uh, Norwich Norwich paper, Norwich Evening Press, I believe, about oh, how uh, the new cafe is opened, and and within it, John, the owner says he got the name from a book that he wrote. What? When did he write he, it? When 
he got the name from. Yeah. Have you got the book there? I have got the date when he wrote it. Yeah. It was, Let's find it out. Was, uh, it was released January 2016. Oh, really? And how old are we? We are 11 years old, Steve. And what's 2017 minus 2016? One. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, and is one less than 11? Got it from a book. Fewer. Much fewer. <laughs> Much fewer. <laughs> loads so, fewer. Yeah. So, so there I've, we go. I've been reading that. Uh, well, I've been reading... And what's the, it about? Tell us, tell us what... It's uh, about Charles. all the games that he's played, so he gives them all marks out of ten. Oh, <laughs> and and what, what are those marks? Well, the first one is actually Manhole, which isn't actually as fun as it sounds. Okay. It's just a game and watch <laughs> game. Uh, that got eight out of ten. So, so he's not on brand, is he's he? He's not, is he? I mean, the fir- there is the first one, I'm just scrolling through now, that is seven out of ten, is... Defender on the Atari 2600. Okay. Maybe we need, need to take a summer trip to Norwich, Steve. I'm, I'm just trying to search in my uh, inbox for this guy. I thought he'd written to me about yeah. this. Well, well, we were going to become friends. We well, were. We were going we to become really good friends. where we left this. And then he went rogue. Well, he hasn't... I can't see any... Doing lots press of, without us. Lots of Ugh. Zach Gage can I, <laughs> references. Can I give you a, a reading out of one part of it which i think you'll find very interesting but i'm trying to find please it do. first please do please do okay it's called uh, this is 1993 diary diary of a sega fanboy craig charles showed us our virtual reality future with the cyberzone game show on bbc2 this year a wooga <laughs> one day all <laughs> games will be like this but before all that so there you go it's in the stars you're both thinking about cyberzone yeah i can't decide if we should uh, try to reaffirm know, our friendship, hard, become best, best, best friends. Well, if you're listening to this, John, Mr. Gage, if you're listening to this, actually, are we sure that's how you pronounce his surname? Yeah. G-A-G-E. Yeah, how's Gaggy. Aye. Gage. Gage. If you're listening to this, Mr. Gage, um, then uh, get in touch. Because right now, we have, you know, we, have, we walk a line with a lot of people between friends and enemies. Yeah. The frenemy line. Yeah. Right now, you're right on that line. The middle. And we've got a bit of time to think yeah, so over the summer. So Where you fall is up to you. You can email us. Team at onelifeleft.com. Our e- inbox is always open. Oh, especially over the next yeah. six weeks. We've got nothing to do apart yeah. from hit refresh. <laughs> to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM with me sleep wait, 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 wait. What is it about us and pronouncing our names again? With me, Steve Curran. And me, Anne Scantlebury. Perfect. It's easy. It? It's easy, isn't it? We were just talking, we were just saying, you know, if he thinks he got the name for his cafe from his book. Where did you get the book name from? Yeah. Journalism. That's what we're doing right here. Right Asking here. the questions that count. We are One Life Left, and this is Feral. Uh, summer is fading, which it is indeed. It is. Past midsummer now. It's so raining. Going to have it's a break. Right. By the time we come back, the lights will have drawn in, won't they? It'll be getting dark at night. Back to walking home in the dark, Cuddling thinking about what we've studio. just done. Oh, yeah, it'll be nice. Good yeah. to have Simon back as well, won't yeah. it? Yeah. 
Good. All right. Um, so, Sega, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. For your uh, for your bit, okay. Got to queue up yep. the jingle. This is really, really exciting. It's a world first. <laughs> first mm. ever live local news. Here we go. I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left, local news. Just when you thought Love Island couldn't get more controversial, it got more controversial. Overnight, a young female archaeologist washed up on the shore, apparently due to a shipwreck, and has already gained the attention of numerous male contestants. The new lady is called Lara Croft, and is very different to the other islanders. For one, she doesn't have any tattoos, and she also isn't content with lounging around the pool. Lara has spent hours exploring the island, looking for various historical artefacts, albeit whilst only wearing a tank top and shorts. This hasn't gone well with the... This hasn't gone down well with the other female residents, especially as they can't compete with that move where Lara does a flip over a ledge in a very sleek way. One lady even called Lara a melt... To which Lara said, wait until I open the Ark of the Covenant and then they'll find out what melt really means. Thanks and back to your usual programming. Come on. Thank you. Well played, Sega. That was exciting, wasn't it? Exhilarating. It was, yes. I didn't appreciate you laughing during this. This is a serious news item. It was a, <laughs> yeah. bit, it was a bit disrespectful, I'm to sorry. be honest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, thank you so much for doing that. Um, no problem. Where can people get in touch with you? Uh, <laughs> I haven't really got... A, there's, a, there's a fan site written by my friend on Twitter, which yeah. is uh, uppy17uppi17. Okay, fantastic. I suppose that's the best place to get in contact. Okay, it's time for the letters, Anne. Greetings, team, and possibly, definitely, SSG. I hope you're all off on exciting holes soon. I moved to Berlin from London about the time you started regular Marioki sessions. Boo! I just moved to Cologne, so I don't suppose there's any chance you're bringing Marioki to Gamescom, are you? If you were, I could nip over on my bike, are we? It's up in the air. I, I mean, it's not. Cologne is... I mean, it's up. It's very much. It's very much part of the earth. <laughs> It'd be weird if it was up in the air. We're not sure. Like, it, it probably not. Um, but we had an email today which makes me think Maybe. there's a chance if I had to put a percentage on it. 17%. 17% chance you're going to get Likelihood. on your bike. Oh, and thanks for the recent bigging up of Housemark. I got Alienation as part of PS Plus last month and hadn't bothered playing it because uh, it didn't really look like my kind of game. After you said nice things about them, I checked it out and it was good and makes pretty much the best use of sound of on the PS4 controller I've seen. Heard? Better than Horizon Zero Dawn, which is itself better at that than I think any other PC4 game I've played. Hooray for on-air endorsements and are there any games worth playing just because of clever slash immersive use they make of the controller Afidah Zane and this is from Matt Patterson brackets and Matt's old landlord oh. so thanks for that <laughs> thanks for having him yeah I mean it's fortunate isn't it it's, yeah it's good good uh, games that make clever use of the controller I had one the other day. What was I playing the other day that had one? Oh, it was um, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. And there was only one very small thing, which because there w weren't that many in the game, it was very surprising that mm. something suddenly came out of the controller. I forgot ah. that it had the ability to do that. And I think it was at one of those like, ooh, eerie, spooky moments. It genuinely shocked <laughs> me because it was in my hands. Right. A couple of uh, classic games do that, don't they? Metal Gear Solid did mm. some clever stuff with yeah. the controller. And what was that GameCube one? Eternal Dark. Eternal Darkness did some clever stuff as well. Uh, modern day things. I guess my most uh, the most interesting recently that I've seen has been keyboard sports. Have you seen that? No. Which is uh, it's um, one of those. It, it, it's a how to describe it. Hmm. 
it's a clever collection of mini games where the controller is the whole keyboard uh, which sort of maps out over a landscape so you will press Q to move your character all the way to that part of the oh, key yeah. or, or you'll press M to move it all the way to the diagonally opposite thing I think it's super super clever standard sort of uh, other controller things I remember reviewing an awful game for the uh, for the PS2 which was a skateboarding game where you had to put a skateboard across the two sticks mm. of the controller and hold it vertically uh, it sprained my thumb playing that so it's a good idea but you know it's actually physically injured me so not such a good idea mm. uh, any others? I can't think of any game I mean I've been playing Switch 1 2 with my wife but that's mm. using it for the thing that it's designed for but I it uses it in a way that other Switch games don't everything on but, Switch especially the things that you'll find designed yeah. by, by Nintendo first party things are going to do very very clever things yeah. with the I d- hardware I did have to stop playing Switch 1 2 because my wife was much better at me at shooting me in a duel than, than <laughs> I was which has also made me realise not to anger my wife in any way in the future so. not when there's a gun nearby no Dear team and elusive SSG, writes Chris Stewart, I've recently bought a Nintendo Switch and I've been playing. I've been having a lot of fun playing Splatoon 2 while justifying the long hours of playing to my girlfriend by telling her it's preparing me for redecorating our flat. I don't think she believes me, but I've got away with it so far at least. Anyway, since it's the summer break coming up, I was wondering if there are any games coming out in the near future that you're really excited about or interested in and why. Sonic Mania and Mario and Rabbids stand out to me as the ones to watch, but I also bought Pyre the other day, and I'm definitely looking forward to some lazy summer evenings playing that. Please have a nice break, and don't forget the suntan lotion. Love it, Chris Stewart. Pyre? What is that one? Pyre? Isn't Pyre the one from the people who made Bastion and yes. Transistor? The new one. Yes. Is, it, is that one that I'd like? I Did like you like name. Bastion? I've not played it. Did you like Transistor? Yeah. Uh... I think that you will like the style involved. Yeah. I'm not sure you would have liked the games associated with Bastion or Transistor. Okay. Uh, the gamey bits. I'm not sure what Pyre is. Mm. Ben? Uh, uh, neither am I. Sega? Do you know what's... Neither of those people know, know <laughs> what Pyre is, but... Mm. But if yeah. I, I did like Bastion, the way that it had the narrator was a very good idea. So the narrator would change. It would be the... He had an accent a bit like the stranger in Big Bastard, <laughs> didn't he? So. Yeah, it was a super clever idea. Um, I, I I bounced straight off the game. I, I don't know why. Never really got mm. on with it. Transistor, I loved the way it looked. I enjoyed a bit more the game, but I never really went back to it. Mm. So I, I haven't, I've not really looked into Pyre at all, but I will definitely give it a shot at mm. some point. Any other games that you're looking forward to over the summer? Um, hmm, good question. Uh, I'll be playing more of Splatoon, at least until I resolve that I'm never going to get better at it and everyone else has got too good to make it any fun for me playing it. Uh, I'll be I'll be catching up on a lot of things. There are some things in my to-play uh, pile that I'm really interested in. There's a game called Super Lovely Planet, which I keep seeing things about, which sounds... You just did a yeah, nice smile when I nice, said that. <laughs> literally a super lovely uh, yeah. title. Yeah, I, I'll be spending uh, the rest of the summer looking at some of the smaller uh, PC games, I think, things that are on itch or the Steam stuff that I don't think has got the attention it deserves. we got one more letter. Ah, we timed that so well. <laughs> okay, uh, one more letter. Okay. Go on. No, oh. no, you just... Am I just going to start? Okay. Yeah, just start. We've got, uh, hello team, hello SS, name redacted due to uh, no longer co- not call- contacting us, so... Uh, mm. Greetings from Edinburgh. I'm spending August working on funny shows in the Athens of the North. I'm looking forward to uh, X Nottingham Forest Forwards, Notting John Robertson's Dark Room, an 80s text adventure with a thousand pounds on the line, uh, Joe Hart, who's Man City's goalie, uh, Alpha, Beta Gamer, where he will create a new game to be played by each audience, and comedians play Super Mario Maker with Chris Coltrane, I don't think he's an ex-footballer, which will prove what a massive troll 100 Mario mode is. What are you looking forward to on your holidays? See you in the autumn, Pip-Pip Robert. Uh, I'm looking forward to trying out some eSports. Yeah, we're going to do that as well, aren't we? Or at least we're going to talk about it. And then when we get back to our first episode of the new season, we'll go, oh, "Oh, yeah, yeah, that was was a good idea. Uh, Well, I just answered this question. Yeah. Mm, Those things sound good that Will Wells is going to see. Yeah, I mean, if you're up in Edinburgh, it's probably worth 
following him around. Just following him around. <laughs> yes. You can find him on the internet and in Edinburgh now, I guess. Uh, they're not They're not actually footballers. That was the bit I added in, sorry. Yeah, it's but, very creative yeah. of you, yeah. though. Uh, I'm looking forward to going to the um, Yanto Jones Shrine at uh, Cardiff. That's where I'm going for my holidays, so, yeah. Thank you all for your letters uh, this season, in fact. Yeah. Um, it'd be great if you sent us some more over summer. It's just nice, it's just nice. hearing that text alert and going, who is, oh, it's, it's Chris Stewart, oh, it's Robert Wells. A few more of you could contribute though yeah just saying just, just saying just saying anyway uh, let's have some more music shall we uh, if I can find it I think I'm not going to play something from chipmusic.org Ooh, I think I'm going to play something that's exciting off the web Final time this season. This is uh, One Life Left. I mean, this isn't One Life Left. This is good. (laughs) Uh, This is is Alone, and this is uh, Your Eternal Eternal Adventures. You can find Alone at www.alone-music.co.uk. It's brilliant. I think we've had some good music on the show today. Very good music on the show today. Why, thank you. Uh, okay, so what have we got to clear up before we do our review section? Any other business? Marioki? Marioki. We've got Marioki on the uh, 11th of this month, which is uh, next month, actually, which is August. Um, and that will be at Loading Bar. Uh, we're then back again at Loading on the 15th of September. Ooh, hopefully we'll be back on air by then. That might be our launch Party. Might be, might be. Exciting. Um, and then what else? Have we got any others that we can announce? Uh, we'll be in Denmark in Aarhus. It, I don't know if that's how you send it, say that. Aarhus. 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 We'll be in Denmark yeah. on uh, 1st of September. Yeah. And then we've got two gigs after that in Sweden and Finland uh, in October. Yeah. Which is super, super exciting. If you want Marioki for your wedding or bar mitzvah uh, just get in touch do we do brisses as well <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll do anything yeah. and literally anything Sega uh, Sega <laughs> and Sega uh, what's that what's the email address they can get in touch with us at team at singmariochi.com nice all the one life left if you want okay uh, time for reviews we've got to bustle on with this haven't we yeah we've not got long left Steve no oh. messing around good life philosophy <laughs> what you been playing Steve uh, Splatoon Splatoon 2 still yeah. getting worse and worse at that game Are really you? enjoying the single player mode also really really enjoying still the restriction on the modes that you can play at any one time that's getting a lot of flack on 
Reddit and on the internet. People hate it. They hate the idea that they can't play what they want when they want. But I think it's kind of fun. Uh, even the restrictions around the Salmon Rush mode, which is the co-op thing. Just knowing that, oh, it opens at 1am. Oh, maybe I'll, I'll play it in the morning when I get up and knowing it will be shut, you know. It doesn't fit in around your life sometimes, but that's kind of fun. And it makes you, like we were talking about earlier, things that you are not allowed to do, you want more. You want so much yeah, more. So. Uh, do you think they're going to have to give in and open it up at some point? I, I don't think they will. I think it's an important part of the game. And also restricting the um, maps that you're allowed to play you know so every time you log on it says okay these are the two maps in rotation on this mode is is good because it means you don't just play your favorite maps all the time it means that you get you know you start to understand how certain maps that you didn't like at first play i mean i'm not understanding anything because i'm terrible at the game but um it's I, I really really like the way it's shaped i also really really love the style i'm getting more and more fond of particularly the two um uh, what do you call them two squids two squid Squide? i think one of them is an octa who, pre- who present the game uh, Pearl and Marina I'm a very 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 big fan of Pearl the internet doesn't like Pearl oh, why the internet's not? an idiot don't they? they think she's too mean but I like her because she's mean uh, who are in the band called uh, Off The Hook I think they're brilliant I think the dialogue's brilliant I think the whole game is so well presented and so well shaped uh, it's a shame I'm so bad at it mm. but you know that's life 7 out of 10 <laughs> You just gave life a 7 out of 10. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Great. Sega, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing on the uh, 3DS. I've been playing the latest Phoenix Wright, which is Phoenix Ooh. Wright Spirit... Spirit level? No, Spirit for Justice or something. Um, it's pretty much like the other Phoenix Wright games in that it's a, pretty much a, a visual novel that you follow through and there's only a certain path that you can take. But it's just really well written and it's... Uh, it's just very funny. There's like various characters. The problem is quite a lot of the characters have funny names, but not all of them. So sometimes oh. you see one and you're going like, is that a joke or not? Or do I not get the joke? So there's someone who shows you around and he's called Albie. I'll be your guide. Oh, um, my goodness. There's a uh, magician who's Rius, Miss Mr. Rius. <laughs> but then there's another person who doesn't appear to have a pun name, so therefore I can't remember his name. But it's uh, but you probably but maybe, just yeah, don't get just, it. Maybe I just don't get, get it. it. Yeah, maybe, exactly. Maybe it's an Americanism. It might be. Maybe if you just say it with an accent, it'll be funny. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a go on the uh, train home. But yeah, it's, uh, it's always well written. It's always very funny. And yeah, the plots are really good. The characters, you just sort of fall in love with various characters that keep coming back and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. The only problem is that sometimes the text goes quite slowly, so you feel like you're having to skip forward and you miss a bit. So, so therefore, probably knock it down to 7 out of 10. Fair enough. On a related matter, I heard that a Professor Layton game had just mm. come out for iOS. Well, that was in the uh, local news last week, if you remember. There was uh, the new Professor Layton was a uh, was a female. Come on, Stephen. It's his daughter, right? Stephen. But building on that, I've heard the internet doesn't like it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I've I've not really looked into the internet bit. I'm waiting for it to come out on 3DS, which is normally when it's. Mm. Better, Why do you think they don't it? like it? I've just I've just seen a couple of tweets that it's a bad game. And is it his daughter now? Uh, it's his knows? daughter. Yeah, mm. they're not mm. happy. Mm. There is a talking dog in it as well, apparently. Oh, Maybe terrible. that's it. All right, Scanters, you got two minutes. All right, I've been playing Behold the Kickmen. Talking of good writing, it's so funny. It's so, so funny. I've been... Uh, well, doing... you say that before you go on. He was yeah. meant to be on the show this week. What happened? Didn't get um, in touch? I think we didn't get in well, touch. Well, he didn't get in touch but either. He sh- well, the show's available for everyone to listen to. Yeah. He didn't get in touch. <laughs> definitely included. So, we don't like him. Let's well, be honest take, about that. I'll take that. We don't like Nintendo. <laughs> we don't like Microsoft. We don't like Dan Marshall. I'll take that into consideration when I am scoring this game. But we will review it fairly. Fairly, obviously. Let's see. Uh, the writing is absolutely brilliant. I am playing in story mode at the minute and it's, oh my goodness, it's just so, so funny. Uh, me and Matt were playing it um, side by side together and we just kept cracking up at stuff. I'm not very good at the football side of it yet, but it is pretty easy to get a uh, hold of. You get skills... Um, as you go through so you're sort of like learning a skill per match so it's quite a good uh, curve that you're getting into learning all these different things that you're playing um yeah 
just the writing is brilliant. It looks excellent. I really like the signs on the side of the football arena, which say, "Please try not to be racist." Uh, <laughs> and I got, I, I scored. I'd done a goal. You'd done a goal? I'd done a goal and got two points, right? Um, that is I, how many points you get for a goal. Yeah, and uh, and as I was cheering, um, I, myself, in the game, went, done a goal or something like that. Or just before I was about to score, my voice came up. So that was an excellent, excellent moment um, for me as a video game player. Have you heard any of our other voices? Like, I think so, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're sort of... Sort muffled of in the bit, muffled yeah, in the bit, a little bit, you know. I saw Simon in Splatoon the other day. Did you? Yeah, he was holding up a big sign that said Muse. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. Oh, uh, no. Anyway, I'm really, really enjoying the game. I think it's very, very funny. And it's only £2.79. So good. I literally bought it twice for two different laptops. Um, but taking into consideration how we feel about Dan this week... It's going to have to be a 7 out of 10, isn't it? All right, brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Sega. Thank you. We'll hear you... Very uh, soon. Yeah. Forever. Assu- assuming some, some non-offensive news starts in the next six weeks. And thank you to all of you for listening. Uh, we've had super, super fun this season, as always, and we'll see you after our summer holidays. And thanks so much to Resonance for being the best radio station in the entire world. Until autumn. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>